You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome, Giants fans. You are listening to a bonus edition of the Valentine's Views podcast as we discuss Tuesday's stunning trade by the New York Giants of Odell Beckham to the Cleveland Browns. In case you uh, have been living under a rock and hadn't heard, the Giants this evening traded Beckham to Cleveland for a first-round pick, 17th overall, a third-round pick, 96th overall, and third-year safety Jabril Jabril Peppers, a former first-round pick. So the Odell Beckham era in New York is over. At Big Blue View, we've already written a uh, the news slash reaction story. I've given you a Valentine's Views column with some of my thoughts on that. Chris Flum and Dan Pizzuta have given you a podcast of their own offering their take on the situation. What we're going to do here now is Patricia Traina of Locked On Giants and I had a little discussion about the Beckham trade earlier. What I'm going to do is play that discussion for you. Uh, Patty and I are going to use that. I'm going to use that discussion here. Patty's going to use it on her show at Locked On Giants. So let's play that for you now as Patty and I discuss our reactions to the Beckham news. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Okay. So I'm joined now by Ed Valentine of Big Blue View, my former co-host here at the Locked On Giants podcast. And Ed, as we recorded, it is 10 o'clock at night. I don't know about you, but I was kind of uh, counting on a quiet night, and uh, such is not the case. 
No, Patty. You know, and just just to let folks know, we're doing a little bit of a of a of a joint conversation here. You're going to use uh, you're going to use it at Locked On Giants. I'm going to use it on my own new show at uh, the Valentine's Views podcast. So we'll be uh, killing two birds with one stone here. But but like you, you know, I. I was all settled down. I'm, you know, got got the pajamas on. I got the bathrobe on. I was, I was ready to go watch some TV. And then, Dave Gettleman went and traded Odell Beckham to the Cleveland Browns, and 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 I'm still trying to process that one, Patty. You know what, Ed? I just put together something for Forbes. I just it just published literally seconds ago. I have some thoughts about this. Um, you know, I know I, I I apologize to all my Twitter followers. I have not had a chance to really look at the, my mentions. I know there's a lot of people who are upset, who are asking why, what the heck is going on, what are the Giants doing? And Ed, I, I just want to mention a couple of things that I put in that article, just just for what it's worth. Number one, I think given the haul that the Giants got, and for those who don't who haven't heard, they not only got safety Jabril Peppers, which said, you know the fills the need it also um you know gives them their the browns first round pick which is number 17 overall and the second of the browns is two third round picks which i believe is number 96 overall i don't know about you ed but i have a feeling that quarterback now becomes in play for the giants i i kept saying before the Giants made this trade that I thought it would be a pass rusher at number six. I didn't see quarterback being in play. Now I think quarterback might be in play with this extra, you know, first round pick and and this third round pick. Absolutely, Patty. I think it has to be, you know, I think that, that you've got two first round picks. Now you've got a third round pick, even though it's, I think the very last pick of the third round, you have 12 picks overall. And, you know, you're, you're perfectly set up now, you know, if, if you want to sit there and, and say, wait for Dwayne Haskins at six, or if you want to package your picks somehow and move up and, and try, try to move up to, to two or three or whatever, you know, to guarantee that you get Dwayne Haskins. Now you're set up to do that. So, you know, so for, from that perspective, you know, I, I get, you know, I get what Gettleman was trying to do here. You know, I don't know about you, Patty, but, you know, I see people in, in the Twitter mentions and, and those kinds of things. And I'm like you, I haven't had much time to spend in there. Cause I did a, a quick column at big blue view. I'm, you know, it's a first round pick. It's a third round pick. It's not a top five or a top 10 pick, but I don't know. Do you think it's too much, too little, too light? You know, do you think it's, it's an all right haul for Beckham? You know, and I haven't really thought of it. I, I figured the Giants would get at least two first rounders, but, you know, they're getting a, a free safety in Jabril Peppers, who's still on his rookie deal, so he's relatively cheap. But, you know, I, I looked at the cap, uh, as, as you think, you know, as I always do, you know, especially for Forbes, that's kind of what, what we do with the, the articles. And, you know, I, I'm getting, I know one question that I am getting is, how can the Giants dump Odell at this price, but yet justify keeping Eli Manning? And, you know, this kind of brings me to the second point I was I was getting at. The savings might not be astronomical now. I know, right now, 
I know earlier on a quick glance, I thought it would be around 15 million. I've since gone back and plugged all the numbers in. It's not that high. But if you look at over the cap, now the Giants are projected for 2020 to have well over $100 million in salary cap space. Now, that number will come down. No question about it. But, you know, right now they are in, you know, really good shape. So I just think that this whole transaction, you know, if there was ever any doubt, and there really shouldn't have been because it was kind of obvious, this is a rebuild. And for those people who are asking me, why is Eli still on this roster? That's why I say, I think now a quarterback is more realistically in play and maybe the Giants now don't want to extend Eli. So if you weigh all that together to answer your question, Ed, I think, you know, I think it's a good deal for both sides. Patty, I think that one of the things that that you said, I wrote the same thing at Big Blue View and it posted just before we started to chat, you know, in, in trying to to quickly you know, make sense of this whole situation. And, and and all of us who cover the Giants, we're all kind of scrambling and thinking on our feet here and trying to, to figure out, you know, what's inside of Dave Gettleman's head, which, which by the way, if, if anybody can really figure out what's inside Dave Gettleman's head, you know, I, I, I really want the, I want the formula because, because that, that man is, is completely and thoroughly unpredictable but you know you're absolutely right i think that quarterback is in play here and as i was writing at big blue view something dawned on me in this whole eli manning conversation what if and and i'll throw out just a what if question the giants have a 5 million dollar roster bonus to pay eli manning in 4 or 5 days i think it's on the 17th of this month right what if the play is Josh Rosen and Eli doesn't get that roster bonus? Just, ah. That was just a scenario that 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 popped into my head as I was writing that. You know, and what I wrote was yes, the Giants still have a 38 year old quarterback today, mm-hmm. but you know, but that's and, and there's no inside information behind that. It's just a scenario that floated through my head, you know, because that's a quarterback who's already got a year of playing experience. So if you're in a rebuild and you don't want to rebuild, you know, with a 38-year-old quarterback behind center, and I think we both know that Dave Gettleman is not as committed to Eli Manning as Pat Shermer seems to be, maybe Josh Rosen is the play. It could be. He could be. I, I don't know. I mean, I I, de- I definitely think that, you know, now you've got extra draft assets. And I do think in one way, shape, or form, quarterback is now going to be in play. Be- whereas before, again, I was convinced they were going to go dr- pass rusher at number six. I still think they are going to go pass rusher at number six. But now that they have that extra that extra draft pick, now maybe, you know, quarterback becomes a more realistic option because, you know, look, before all this went down, I suggested they extend Eli one year, which is kicking the can down the road. I get it. But, you know, they didn't have an option and I didn't think they were going to go for a quarterback. They didn't have the third round pick, which is the reported asking price for Josh Rosen. You know, they they didn't, you know, I, I 
didn't get the impression that they were high on any of the quarterbacks in this class to go with that guy for number six. Now this changes everything. And here's the other part of it, Ed. You know, right now you have a fan base that's kind of irate, you know. They've gotten rid of their best, two best defensive players in Olivier Vernon and Landon Collins. They've traded away Odell Beckham Jr., who I don't have to tell you was a a very popular uh, figure amongst the fan base. They got to do something, I think, to, to bring back the excitement, to give the fan base something to look forward to. Because right now, if you look at this roster, you say good lord how are they going to compete at all in 2019 i hear you patty i think that this move even more so than the landon collins move you know because odell has been such a lightning rod with the giants for so long now this move is a tipping point for the giants it's a complete total change of direction i mean they can't say anymore. I mean, Gettleman hates to use the word rebuild. He says that to us over and over. He doesn't want to use the word rebuild. He said, we're, he keeps saying we're just moving forward, but they are, I'll, I'll say reconstructing this team. You know, I look at, I, I was actually, you know, making a list earlier. Uh, Gettleman has gotten rid of Jason Pierre-Paul, Olivier Vernon, Damon Harrison, Devon Kennard, Eli Apple. He watched Justin Pugh and Weston Richburg walk away in free agency. You know, and I'm probably forgetting one or two other big name guys, you know, at in addition to Collins and, and Beckham as well. And, you know, I was trying to figure out earlier today, you know, what is the plan? Where is he going? And I may have mentioned to you, you know, in one of our our conversations that we always seem to have that that it seems like he's playing a long game here he's playing the rebuild game even though he doesn't want to say it he's accumulating assets he's moving contracts and 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 as as emotional as you can get as attached as you get to some of these guys the reality of it is the giants have been bad for 7 years now They've had one playoff appearance. They've been bad. They were 31 and 49 in the regular season games that Odell Beckham played. You know, some of these guys were good players, but the Giants as a franchise, as a team, as a whole, were bad. And and Gettleman is just he's starting over. So you yeah. just so you can be emotionally attached to these guys, but the bottom line is the Giants have been bad and you have to try something else. Absolutely, Ed. I mean, the years and years of poor drafts, and this is what I try to explain to people, you know, the reason why they couldn't afford to keep Landon Collins is because they had to keep paying big money contracts to guys on whom they took mulligans and that began to add up. And and what amazed me is that the giants did this. I think it was 2014 that didn't work out. They had to shed a bunch of dead weight after that. They did it again in 2016 that, you know, they got one playoff appearance out of it, you know, didn't go very far, but they had to go and they had to shed the dead weight again. This is what Gettleman is trying to do. I, again, in my article, uh, according to Over with the Cap, they have over $33 million in dead money. 
All right, that's a, that leads the league right now, and we haven't even started the roster building process. So the Giants, I don't expect them, you know, to be very active in free agency. I think they're going to pick up a bunch of, you know, second and third type of uh, guys, but just unbelievable. It, it, it's, uh, you know, it, it's a rebuild. Let's call it what it is. And and for those who want to know why is Eli Manning still on this team, he's going to be a transition player, I suspect, meaning that, you know, if they do get the quarterback, they'll be able to execute the Kansas City plan like they want to. And then I think maybe after this year, they, they say goodbye to him. Oh, sure, Patty. I mean, entering 2019, no matter what they did, Eli was always going to be a transition player. The The question became, and it still is, you know, will that heir apparent, will that quarterback of the future come in this draft class? You know, will it come this year or will the Giants wait until 2020? And I think you're absolutely correct that the additional draft picks, the second first round pick, puts them in position now to get a quarterback and maybe to get something else in the first round, you know, if they don't have to move to do it as well, or if they choose to maybe use one of those, you know, one of their picks to to make the move for Josh Rosen, as I talked about. But but without doubt, quarterback has to be in play here because the, the Giants are now set up to where they can do that. Yeah, and, and if quarterback isn't in play, if the Giants come out of this without a quarterback, I would be absolutely shocked. I mean, look, you have turned over practically the entire roster since over the last two years. Okay, at some point, you got to move on from the quarterback. Look, I've been an Eli Manning supporter for a number of years. I still say it is not his fault that the team has been so bad. It's not solely his fault. He's partially to blame, but not totally to blame. But, you know, you're trading away all these guys. You're you're letting these guys walk out the door. At some point, you've got to you've got to, you know, you've got to say, look, We've, it's a tough decision, but we've got to rip the Band-Aid off and just move forward. Oh, I agree, and, and I've made the case that, that that Band-Aid probably could have been ripped off years ago, that maybe the Giants made a mistake, you know, as far back as 2015 when Tom Coughlin, you know, was, was basically shown the door. I mean, they, the Giants at that point in time could have you know, basically they could have engineered a clean sweep, a rebuild at that point in time. They could have, you know, ushered Jerry Reese out. They could have gotten themselves a new quarterback and started over. And I think they'd be a whole lot farther down the path, you know, than they are now. But that's all sort of water under the bridge. They're starting over. And and it's sort of, you know, I, at this point, I can't waste a whole lot of emotion and a whole lot of energy arguing about whether or not Eli Manning is the quarterback to begin the 2019 season because, you know, it's as obvious as can be that he's not going to be there a whole lot longer, you know, regardless of whether he's there to open the 2019 season or not. It's as obvious as can be that the Giants are pointed toward the future 
and that that future is not going to include Manning as the quarterback for a whole lot longer. Yeah, I think that's how it's shaping up. I really do. And by the way, Ed, just a little FYI, Ian Rappaport, rap sheet of the NFL Network, just happened to put out a tweet just a few minutes ago saying that uh, Odell saw Antonio Brown receive added money without adding new years upon being traded to the Raiders and that his understanding, that being rap sheets, is that Odell wants the same thing from the Browns. So Odell reportedly already looking for a raise from the Browns following the trade. No surprise there, Patty. I, you know, of, of course he's going to, to angle to try to get something. You know, let's actually talk about Odell for just a minute. You know, you were the first one months and months ago who raised the idea after Odell Beckham signed his five-year $90 million deal with the Giants. You were the first one to raise the, the notion that there was – Basically, no chance he was ever going to finish that five-year deal with the Giants. And and the more I thought about it, and the more I looked at it, and the more I saw the different sorts of distractions and things that happened, uh, you know, I came to agree with you, but I didn't think it was going to happen now, despite all the smoke that had been that had been floating around. I didn't think it was going to happen now. I thought the Giants might try as long as they still had Eli, that they might go one more year, try to make it work, try to, you know, while they were transitioning. But, uh, you know, I guess Gettleman was happy with this price and he wants to to to, uh, to start that rebuild now. I'm just, I think we knew that the end would come for Odell. I just didn't think it was going to come now. I didn't think it was going to come now either. But with that said, Ed, the Giants have a lot of holes on defense. They have a few holes also on offense that they have to fix. You know, they're not going to fix everything this this year. They're going to fix a lot of things, but I don't think they'll fix everything. So I guess, you know, the, I don't know what the tipping point is. Is We haven't obviously heard from the Giants. They haven't even announced the trade. They can't announce it until 4.01 p.m. on, on Wednesday, but uh, – you know, ultimately, you know, it's going to be interesting to hear what Gettleman has to say. I'm sure when the press release does come out, um, there'll be a statement from him in there. And, and I'm curious to see what he has to say about it, especially after, you know, saying, look, we didn't sign him to trade him, which, by the way, I took to mean that we're not intending to trade him, but we could still trade him if circumstances allowed for it. I took it the same way, Patty, and one of the things that I wrote a little bit earlier this evening at Big Blue View was we've heard, you know, we hear a lot of, of things from, from Gettleman, and there are certain statements or certain things that he tends to lean on. And one of the things that he, one of the, the beliefs that he leans into quite a bit is that you don't give up on talent. Another one of the beliefs that he leans into and he leaned into really heavily, you know, when we spoke to him at the Combine was this idea that a general manager's job is to eliminate distractions. And, you know, for a while you've wondered, okay, well, those two things, you know, aren't necessarily, they don't necessarily work hand in hand. So push comes to shove which one wins? 
And I think in the end, we found out which one wins in his mind. Yeah. I mean, look, he talks about how everything he does is designed to send a message to that locker room. All right. So, you know, Odell, a talented player. And, you know, he Gettleman also spoke about the a-hole quotient. And uh, in the end, he's basically saying, look, no one is above this team. This is all about culture. And this is how we're going to do things. Now, my concern, Ed, with this whole thing is, is if I'm, you know, Sterling Shepard or if I'm, you know, a, a premium free agent, how might they take this moving forward? I mean, I, I'm sure Gettleman's not worried about that, but you know, you, you've got to worry about that because if you run too rigid of a ship, that could also work against you too. There has to be a little bit of flexibility. I mean, that's if you remember, that's what Tom Coughlin did when he first got here. He ran a very tight ship, and then he loosened up a little bit, and everybody, you know, was singing "Kumbaya" around the campfires. So I'm curious to see how this plays out over the next, you know, year or so. Yeah, it's a little bit of uh, I want to say shock and awe right now. It's still, you know, we're still processing all of it. But you kind of have to let it settle. You kind of have to remember that we're still in the middle of free agency. The draft hasn't come yet. We don't know what the Giants are going to do with all of those extra picks. We have to see. We have to see where it goes. It certainly, it certainly makes it certainly makes the whole thing interesting. I mean. You know, Odell Beckham was the uh, the source of so many headlines and so much speculation and so many rumors. You know, and and, and uh, you know that that moves on to Cleveland now. But but I don't know about you, Patty. But the the Giants, I don't know if they're going to be any good going forward in 2019. But at the moment, they certainly are interesting. Yeah, they are. And you know, one one other thought I'm going to I'm going to throw out there Ed for what it's worth and I wrote this in my article for Forbes and I just see a lot of history starting to repeat itself with this team and by that I mean if you go back to 2006 when Eli Manning was still kind of a young quarterback and you had Tiki Barber who was the unquestioned leader of that that offense and Tiki you know he was kind of a polarizing figure you know Eli really I don't think could be a leader with Tiki on the locker in the locker room so when Tiki retired it became Eli's team and you kind of wonder and this kind of goes back to my my belief that maybe a quarterback is now in play for this year by removing Odell and I know I know this sounds ridiculous, but just hear me out on this. But by taking Odell's big personality out of that locker room, now when you bring in your next quarterback, you allow him to naturally take over and be the leader of that offense along with Saquon Barkley, something that I don't know if it was going to be able to happen with, with Odell. I mean, because can you imagine if, you know, you get a young quarterback in there and, and that quarterback, you know, misses Odell and Odell you know, does the stuff like what he did with Eli Manning with the expressions and the throwing up the hands. And, you know, he's asked about, you know, the, the young quarterback in, in a, an interview and he says something, you know, the wrong thing. Can you just imagine what kind of repercussions that would have had? Well, I'm thinking about the Shockey factor, Patty. Yep. You remember how all of that went down with Jeremy Shockey. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was uh, one of the big reasons or the big reason why the Giants moved on from Shockey, you know, because they had a young quarterback they needed to make the young quarterback comfortable and you know you 
I've wondered in the back of my head for a while. You know, it it's been obvious that the Giants are handing the football team the leadership, the face, you know, the the front man for the organization now in the locker room is Saquon Barkley. And I've wondered for a while, you know, how that would play with Odell Beckham. And and now the Giants, you know, it's people won't like this and and I, and I get that, but that's another thing now that the Giants don't have to worry about. You know, now that what they can do whether it takes them a while or not, they're in a situation where now they're they're building the football team that Gettleman wants, that Pat Shermer wants. Will they succeed? Will they fail? I don't know, but they're doing it their way. They're doing what they think is right. And, and you know, we just have to see how it all plays out in the end, Patty. It certainly, uh, it certainly is different. It sure is, Ed, and it's it's you know it sent shockwaves across the NFL. It sent shockwaves, I'm sure, amongst every beat writer, both Cleveland and the Giant beat writer, and and the national writers, and. Just wow, you know, for, for for a team that's been relatively quiet in free agency, the Giants sure have made splashes in other ways. Patty, poor Kim Jones, who I know, I know for I'm poor Kim. I think like five minutes after she went on the NFL Network and said that that uh, basically what all of us believed was that the Giants weren't actively shopping Beckham, and you know. People might have been sniffing around and all of that, but that the Giants weren't really trying to make a trade happen. You know, five minutes later, Odell Beckham was a Cleveland Brown. So, so sorry, Kim, your timing on that was just pretty bad. Yeah, you know what? I have. I, listen, I'm going to own it. You know, because that's how I am. I kept saying that I didn't think they would do it. I know there were writers that said that you know where there's smoke, there's fire. They were right, and I was wrong. Look, it's going to happen. I'm not going to be wrong 100% of the time. If I'm, you know, if it, I, I'm not going to be right 100% of the time. I should say, if I'm right 95 or better percent, then then that's good enough for me. But you know, look, it happens to the best of us. Unfortunately, you know, like you said, it happened to Kim, who's an outstanding reporter. You know, I know I preached it. I know there were a few other people who who didn't see it happening. And here we are, Ed. I mean, it's it's a whole new era. This is this is not the previous regime's giants. This is this is Dave Gettleman and Pat Shermer's club, and they are going to come, you know, do what they can to to build this team back into a contender. And it's going to take time. You know, we may have to go through another season where it's going to be a lean year, but hopefully they they get it all together and they're able to make that transition from the Manning era to whoever the new quarterback is very successfully. They'll just have to do it without Odell. I don't know, Patty. We just have to get on the train with Crazy Dave and see where it goes. (laughs) Yeah, we do, Ed. So listen, always great chatting with you. I know there's still a lot of writing to do. There's, you know, a lot of discussions to do. I'm sure the radio requests will come. Um, So always a great time, you know, to to sit and chat and break this stuff down. Um, We'll talk again soon, I hope. Yes, we will, Patty. Thank you much. And, uh, you know, get, uh, get some sleep. We'll see what sort of craziness awaits tomorrow. All right. Thanks a lot. All right, Giants fans, that's our show. Please, you know, stick with Big Blue View 
throughout the day on Wednesday as free agency officially begins as we continue to give you reaction to the Beckham situation to all of the free agency news surrounding the New York Giants. Things certainly have gotten interesting for the Giants this offseason and we will do everything we can to keep you informed to give you the best analysis and opinion that we possibly can. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. The Current Podcast is back with an exciting new season featuring marketing executives from the world's most influential brands. Tune in to hear what's driving conversation in the fast-moving world of digital advertising with unique insights from brands as diverse as Hilton, Instacart, Moderna, Major League Soccer, and more. And in this presidential election season, The Current explores what a national political advertiser like the National Republican Senatorial Committee and a major CPG brand like Hershey can learn from each other. Listen in and subscribe to The Current at thecurrent.com or wherever you get your podcasts.